afternoon and welcome to Treasures of the Heart. This is Pastor Luann Youngman. And my goodness sakes, it is wonderful to be able to be with you on the airwaves. Um, you know, with everything going on in the world right now and uh, just people being taken off of platforms and not being able to have freedom of speech um, in America. And, and I understand that um, there are so many different sides to this. I'm not going to try to go there. But the truth is, is that platforms are shutting people down um, and only letting some people have a say and not other people, you know, and I mean, it is just crazy. It's crazy. And, and I really don't want to get into you with with you about any of that. It's just I'm grateful that right now we have this time. This window is open. I'm allowed to still share on the airwaves the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I am grateful for every opportunity that we have to be together. And you've been so faithful to listen over the years. You've been so faithful to support over the years. I can't thank you enough for walking with me and allowing me and helping me to, to be able to share the truths of God's word you know, I wouldn't be surprised someday if, if things are not shut off. I mean, things are going. I mean, when I'm reading Revelation, I'm like, Lord, is there a reason why you have me doing this now? Uh, because of the way things are going in the world. Uh, maybe we're, you know, he always said, you know, those who have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit's saying to the churches. And so is this that time? Is this when we need to have our spiritual ears wide open? So that we can hear the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, as they lead and guide us in the way that we should go and help us to know how to pray, know how to stay close to him. And so, you know, I just pray that that we, you know, are drawing nigh to God. And it says when we do, he'll draw nigh to us. These are the days, these are the times that are darkness where our world is changing. But we have to remember we have a God who never changes. His word is truth. His word is light. And it leads, you know, the word leads us where we need to go. Our focus has to stay on Jesus Christ. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all things will come. So you have to be sure that, you know, we're not so caught up in this chaos that we are missing communication with God. He is not the God of confusion. He is not the God of chaos. He is the God of order. And when everything is out of order, then you need to know that the enemy who is the prince of the power of the air, the enemy is the one who is turning up the dial of chaos and confusion, of murder. And so, you know, and, and, and remember, remember that Paul told us, you know, in Ephesians chapter 6, that we, you know, are not fighting flesh and blood. Right. Listen, let me say that again. And let me even turn quickly to the book of Ephesians chapter 6 here. Because Paul said that, you know, we do not fight flesh and blood. Verse 12 of chapter 6. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up your armor. So listen, um, you know, people are fighting President Trump and they are fighting uh, Biden and they are fighting the Democrats and they're fighting the Republicans and they're fighting with each other. Paul said, listen, 
Our fight isn't with them. There's spiritual battles that are going on in the heavenlies that if we are not spiritually in tune, if we don't see that or believe that, we are going to totally ignore it and be so caught up in what's happening here. Now listen, as Christians, our responsibility is to be on our knees praying to God Almighty that are against, against not each other, we need to be tearing down the kingdom of evil, lifting up the kingdom of God, right? This is what we are supposed to be doing. And so in this book of Revelation, when you're looking with me in chapter 14 of verse 9, this is going to be uh, where God now is coming to the forefront. You know, we've seen the enemy come. He's the dragon. The Antichrist is here. The false prophet is here, that unholy trinity and, I mean, there's coming down to where, you know, the rubber meets the road. Those who do not worship the beast, do not denounce Jesus Christ, will not be able to buy, will not be able to sell, will not be able to, to buy to get food or take care of your family. You will be persecuted for your faith. So now, here's God like, okay, you know, enemy, let's read what God's going to do. And 14, verse 9. Another angel, a third one, followed them, saying with a loud voice, if anyone worships the beast. Listen, let me go back, rewind, start that line again. If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives a mark on his forehead or upon his hand, he also will drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is mixed in full strength in the cup of his anger. And he will be tormented with fire and brimstone and the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever. And they have no rest day and night. Those who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name, here is the perseverance of the saints who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors for their deeds follow with them. So, you know, the, the enemy, the dragon and all of them had their day. And now, and now, it's like God and Jesus who said, we're going to separate the sheep from the goats. And so anyone you know, when you look at John 3.16, God, right, so loved the world that he gave his beloved son that whomsoever, whomsoever is anyone, right, whomsoever believe in him will have everlasting life. Ah, now we get to this in the Revelation and God's going, hmm, listen, if you're going to follow and worship the beast, anyone who worships the beast, you're going to drink the wine of the full wrath of God. Now, the reason he said the full wrath of God is because we've never experienced the full wrath of God. I mean, we, we because of our sins, we deserve to know that, that you know, God could put wrath and, and upon us. But it's his wrath has been diluted because of all the love, the mercy, and the grace that we receive rather than the wrath of God. We haven't even experienced his wrath. We can't handle one pandemic. And when we see what could be coming to the earth, um, it's, folks, I mean, I'm trying to put this together for you to be able to, to understand. Anyone can come to Jesus. Anyone 
anyone, no matter what you've done. There's no sin that is not forgivable except for one. There's one sin, unforgivable sin. And that is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. Now, what does that mean? My understanding and all my training and everything that I've had is the only unforgivable sin is when the Holy Spirit is wooing you and reaching out to you and you're hearing ministers like me reaching out to you and you have a stiff neck, you have a hard heart and you resist. You resist being a believer in Christ. You resist not believing in God. And so if, if you're resisting the wooing of the Holy Spirit, if you're resisting the truth of God's word, if you're resisting others who are witnessing to you, if you're resisting the Holy Spirit's nudging, all right? So you resist that. That's unforgivable. That means when you say no to God, then that's unforgivable. All right? That's the only one. So no matter what you've done in life, no matter how bad maybe you think God could never Forgive me of that. That's how deep and rich the love of God is. And he not only will forgive you, he forgets what you did. Human beings, we are, we're not like that. Even with Christ in us, I mean, Christ in us, the hope of glory, we're still not able, and we can forgive, we're not always able to forget. But God is so don't let anything that you have done in the past keep you from turning your life over to Christ and, and say, I believe in you, Father. I believe your son's the Messiah. You know, I want to live for him. And I please forgive me of the wrongs that I've committed, the things that I've done. And he's faithful when you mean that. He'll forgive you. But right now, if you're like, oh, you know, I'm tired of listening to Pastor Louis. I don't want to hear anything about this God. That's unforgivable. You can't be saved as long as you have that mindset. All right? But I'm getting beyond this, but I believe the Holy Spirit's leading me to say what I'm saying right now. So, but when we get here in that book of Revelation, this is God who is telling us, all right, you know, there'll come a time when you take the seal, the mark of the beast, there is no more opportunity for you to be saved at that point. Uh, this is the end times. All right? So he's given you time and time and time again through all the books of the Revelation we've been reading. He sends witnesses. He sends angels. He said, you know, you. It's everyone's going to have an opportunity to choose God or the enemy, right? So, however, verse 13 said, I heard the voice from heaven saying, right, blessed. That mean word blessed means happy, you know, joyous, overflowing joy. So blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the spirit. They may rest from their labors for their deeds follow with them. The fruit, my friend, that we are, are getting forth and we are producing through the Holy Spirit, the fruit of, of my words, the fruit of your pastor's words are seeds that are being planted out into the atmosphere. And those fruit go and the Spirit does with them what he wants them to do. So my fruit follows my faith in the Spirit right now. We're going to go into the reapers. Let's finish this in chapter 14. And I looked and behold, a white cloud and sitting on the cloud was one like a son of man, having a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the temple, crying out with a loud voice 
to him who sat on the cloud, put in your sickle and reap, because the hour to reap has come, because the harvest of the earth is ripe. Now, I may not get finished with you because the Spirit says, go back, read this again. So let's go back and look at 14, because John's having the vision and he says, I looked and behold, a white cloud and sitting on the cloud was one like a son of man, having a golden crown on his head, a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him who sits on the cloud, put in your sickle and reap, because the hour to reap has come, because the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he who sat on the throne swung his sickle over the earth, and the earth was reaped. I'm going to stop there, and I'll, I'll finish up 14 and 15 with you next week. Now listen, the reapers. You remember I talked to you about you know Jesus saying that um, in Matthew, where there is that uh, Jesus said, let the wheat, the wheat and the weeds grow together. Because if now they've been growing, if you pull out the weeds, you're going to pull some of the wheat. And so he wants to save and spare the wheat. So he said, just let them grow up together. Let the good and the bad grow up together. And then, and then the father will come and the reaping will begin. And he will take the wheat and store it in the barn and the weeds will be burned and be destroyed. So, the wheat are the believers, those who are with God, Christians, those who believe. The weeds are the ones that the evil had, the evil one has planted in the earth and are serving him. And so we have to understand that this power of good and evil, that's the real battle here, correct? And so enemy uses people for evil. God uses his people for good. And, and so now in this part of tribulation, after the Satan, the dragon and the Antichrist, false prophet are here, the two witnesses have gone. I really believe the church is gone. And if there are any, any anyone living here at this point who has yet to take the beast, uh, the mark, they have a very small window to be a, a reaped and to be a believer. Well, anyway, I, I have to close. My time is over with you here. But please, please, please stay safe. Please pray about what you are to do to stay safe. And we're going to finish this next week. This is Pastor Luann with Treasures of the Heart.